welcome to the 107th episode of the Crack Die Podcast. Let's go! Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> lot threads coming together. That's a lot of episodes. That is a lot of episodes. Yeah. yeah. I'm proud of us. Yeah. I'm still in shock we're past 100, but that's just me. Right? This is my 13th episode? Lucky number 13. Hey, Rob, what, what episode is this for you? Uh, brush. <laughs> I, I was gonna go with bookcase but i was way off yeah. bookcase was last week come on oh so- sorry man well we've officially made it to the month 12 of our calendar of the year 2021 happy december 2nd everyone <sighs> only wow. let's see only three more episodes to get your Crack Die podcast merch to give someone to them for a holiday present, possibly, depending on when exactly. your holidays fall. Man, just to think that we're almost done with 2021. Beautiful. Thank book. goodness. And we'll yeah. never be done with this book. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we're out of the Mwangi. That's all that matters. That's true. That's true. That That is true. No more hex maps, maybe? Yeah, Kentargo can take as long as it wants so that it's not Mwangi Expanse. For now, For no now. Hex maps. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, mean, I like Hex Max as next as the next person that likes hex, hex maps, but like that that book was just a slog through that jungle. Yeah. Maybe that maybe that was thematically supposed to feel that way, but woof. Anyway, we're in Cantargo, the Silver City. Yes. Or whatever it's called, right? You all are about to leave this bar when you notice knife sword is missing. Oh no. Can can somebody check in my backpack? I can't reach around. All right. See in there? That uh, doesn't look like it. Ooh, what about yours? Uh, can you see in the back there? I can't see anything. I see some some clap in there, but I don't see any knife sword. <laughs> <laughs> some crabs, maybe? Yeah, definitely, definitely some crabs. <laughs> oh, your... it's okay. I was uh, fishing. Yeah, saving them for later. Snacky snacks. Fishing for some clams, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're going to. Have the camera spin away from you all as we see Knife Sword walking. Knife Sword, you approach this 30-foot-high building, and it stands at the harbor's edge. Large rectangular windows alternate with elegant palisteers along the building's facade of silver-streaked stone. An enormous... 15-foot-tall double door facing west is flung wide, revealing an intricately woven carpet that stretches into the subdued golden light of the interior. Upbeat Varesian mandolin music beckons you from within. And so, Knife Sword, I'm going to bring you to a different place. It'll be so much fun. Doors are flung wide open. Now, Rob, would you like to describe what you look like? I am green, short, (laughs) covered in crap. All right. (laughs) I am walking in like I own the place. Excuse me! As you walk in... A multitude of luxury home goods fill the showroom. Rugs in vibrant geometrical patterns cover the floor. A mandolin stands atop a stone pillar, emitting a lovely tune on its own. You see a tall human woman 
draped in elaborate shawls and elegant jewelry as she rushes over to greet you. I hope she's got a warranty on that rug. Oh, Pardon no. me, are you are you lost? Um, I am Lady Sadrani Vashner still, the owner of this establishment. And I assure you there is little to hear to interest anyone of your pedigree. Good day. Oh. And she turns her back to you. Look, lady, first off, you need a simpler name. That doesn't fit on a business card. Second, <laughs> I need to speak to the management. I am the management. And what are you wearing? Hey, this is working clothes. You probably don't know about that. But the boys down at the Silver Council sent me down here. Uh, what did they want? I'm here to inspect your refuse. I, I'm sorry, what? I'm here to inspect how you dispose of refuse so that there's not any kind of dangerous, magical, biological, ecumenical waste going out the door. <laughs> and what would a creature such as yourself, in that ghastly appearance, know of such things as magical? Obviously... You are not smart enough to know of these things. Oh, wow. I'm going to use, um, it would be called prestidigitation, but I'm not sure what they would call it. Just to make, like, light, <laughs> you know, off my hand. Okay. Do you have, like, dancing lights or something uh, like that? Let's see. I have dimmed the light. I'll dim the light. <laughs> okay. So, you, uh, okay. So, you dim the light for how long do you want to dim the light? Just like five minutes, just enough to show her that I'm doing something. I'll okay. wiggle it back and forth, whatever. Like I'm playing with a dimmer switch. Yeah, so you <laughs> dim the light. Look, lady, I know trash. I'm here to look at your trash. Obviously you know trash. Look at you. Oh. You must be. Uh, well, I guess if the Silver Council sent you. Um, here, she hands you uh, a trash can, like a a small waste paper basket. Okay. Where's the rest of it? I don't know. I have people clean here. An organization, an operation this big, you've got to have some kind of dump out back. Give me a perception check. This is hilarious. 28. 28. You know, you can... You recognize that she is nervous just with the way that her hands are moving and she seems very stiff while talking to you. Hmm. Well, you think about that. We go back to our other group. All right. Can we sort of track him? All right. Has he, he was covered in muck. He has to have been leaving footprints or something. He uh, probably stinks. Let's see if we can smell him somewhere. Start sniffing around. Uh... I believe you can track someone using survival. Jasper's going to try for me because his survival's way better than mine. Oh, he got a 26! <laughs> so, it's it's a pretty easy way to track him as you see goblin footprints in the on the road. And the reason you know they're knife swords is they are uh, just like something has dropped off him and he steps in it as he walks. Some sort of muck. Uh, and you see like papers and stuff from the trash. As you are tracking Knife Sword, you suddenly hear the echo of bells reverberating with a bone-shattering clamor. Mm. Everyone, except Knife Sword, please give me a basic fortitude save. Yeah, basic. 
Christine, what did you roll? Ooh, I got a nat one. I'm going to hero point that. Okay. So you had two. You're down to one. Yes. Oh, I forgot. All right. So I got an eight on the die for a 26. 26. Okay. Next is Haya. What did you get? Wow. Got a 39. Great. Okay. I, I am your one of your two tanks. This is my bread and butter. Heidi. I have 26. All right. Uh, a 26 will pass. Obviously, a 39 will pass. I hope uh, so. 20, 26 will pass. Matt, what did you get? Uh, Twin Talon got a 30. That will also pass. So you're all going to take half damage. Wait. I don't think so. The fuck? It's a basic save. Except that Brianna takes no damage. You got a crit save. Yeah. Oh, that's that's right. I'll, I'll get a critical success as well because I have Juggernaut. Yeah. They oh. both do. Oh, well, fine. They both do. Oh, yeah, it's written right there. Juggernaut. All right, so only Soraya and Twin Talon will take half damage. Um, is there any way I can liberate for, from whatever this is? Uh, this is sonic damage, so I don't think so. Oh, my goodness. What a garbage roll. <laughs> one, one, three. So you t- each take three points of damage. Ouch. Oh, that's so bad. That was loud. Uh, what was that? So you hear these bells and they continue to ring. So what I'm going to do is we're going to do a little theater of the mind. All right. Combat here. Go ahead and roll for initiative, please. Except Knife Sword. Knife Sword, just chill. Roger, I'll just be chillaxing. <laughs> oh, boo. Oh, no, those people got kicked out. Haya, what did you get? 16. Heidi? Nat 20 for a 34. Nice. Okay. And Matt? Twin Talon got a 29. You hear bells ringing, and you hear this, the echo of diabolic bells reverberating with it bone-shaking clatter. Yeah, where's it coming from? Everywhere. Heidi! Yo! It is your turn. What would you like to do? Um... Ooh's gonna climb up to uh, climb up the side of a building. I think she's just gonna scale a wall and see if she can see where it's coming from. Okay. Uh, as you start to like climb up the wall, give me an athletics roll. So one action to move, one action to climb, maybe two actions to get to the top. Not nineteen for forty. Yeah, that's a critical success. And you climb to the top, and you look out, and you don't see. Any bell towers or anything? I yell back. There's nothing up here, guys. Soraya, what would you like to do? Can I make an occultism or... You can use religion. Religion. Okay, not like this, but okay. Let's see. Damn, that's another nat one. I'm gonna waste another hero point. <laughs> all right. Mm, this is delicious. this is all of these like past really good rolls of past couple episodes coming back to haunt me. All right, that's a 16 for a 29 altogether. Okay, you know that this is a hazard, a haunt called Phantom Bells. Okay. Do I get to ask you any questions about it? Yes, you may ask me one question. Um, what is its routine? Good question. For one action, it will, the bells will toll, dealing 46 sonic damage to each living creature within 30 feet of it. The DC 24 basic fortitude save. How turn off. Hopefully that was like 
mean, does it reset? Is it like a one-off? Like, what is it? Yeah, so you can use religion, if you're an expert in it, to break the curse by reciting prayer against the power of hell. It takes two actions to, to do that, and you have to be an expert. Or you can be an expert in performance to perform an opposing composition. Otherwise, if you run from the area you're in, if you are 30 or more feet away from it, it will stop. Brianna, religious things are... You, you follow Serenay, right? Yes, but I'm not... Uh, I'm not an expert. Ugh. Like, is it coming from a specific It's location? coming from this, like, like, thoroughfare. So if you just keep moving through it, You'll be able to... It, you'll move away far enough. But it won't. Just... It's also, it's very disconcerting that just these... Like, discordant... Diabolic bells. And this, this is as a result of the fight for their secession? Yeah, you could say that. How many years now since it's been? A hundred something. Mm-hmm. So, you all move forward and the bells eventually stop. Stupid silver bells. I'm just following along on the roofs, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Knife sword. Yes! Well, did you decide? Oh, well, I mean... So she's very scared. Right, okay, all right. <clears throat> all right, I'm gonna... Knife sword kind of picks up on that. He kind of changes tact a little bit. He's like, well, you know, we are running a special. If, uh, you know, you were to maybe donate to the... Uh, Refuse Inspector uh, Retirement Fund, Local 378, you know, we, we know you're a quality person at that point. Will I get you to leave my fine establishment from this muck you are dragging in here? Eh, just let me, like, hang out for about, you know, 20 or so minutes so, you know, I can say I was here. And, uh, yeah, I'll wander out. Fine. I'll be right back and you see her disappear into the doorway up to the north. All right. So as you are waiting, the rest of the group, you approach this 30-foot-high building standing at the harbor's edge. Large rectangular windows alternate with elegant palace stairs along the building's facade of silver-streaked stone, and an enormous 15-foot-tall double door facing west is flung wide, revealing an intricately woven carpet that stretches into the subdued golden light of the interior. Upbeat Varesian mandolin music beckons you from within. Brianna's ears will perk up at the sound of Varesian mandolins, as this is what she grew up on. At least the, the tune sounds familiar. Alright, let's go in. Brianna notices that the, the, these are meticulously gorgeous Varesian rugs. Oh, and no. one of them just has golf like muddy, disgusting goblin footprints on Not that goblins are disgusting, but that he was in refuse. I swear to everything. Oh, Serenity, have patience this day. Yeah, I can't believe that Nicer would have gone ahead and went right to the place that we were trying to investigate. Indeed. How curious. Well, I, I guess we should go inside. Is there a back entrance? Because I'm just wondering if I could, like, sneak around somewhere. Um... You can just explore the outside of the building if you like. You can walk around, see what other entrances there are. Yeah, sure. Okie dokie. By the way, hey, Sean. I'm going through that waste pass for bath because she gave me. 
there's like nothing of value in like there's nothing really in there. No, I mean when they when they walk in, like I've got my head in the trash can, like trying to figure out what's in there. Oh, okay. So as you guys walk in, you see Knife Sword's head in the trash can. <laughs> what are you doing now? Uh oh. Uh Hey, team! Indeed, a team. Did you forget that you uh, have been with I've us? I've got this one in hand! Uh, if you guys want to wait outside, we'll be going to the next inspection! Wink, 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 wink! Is, is he the only one we see here? Yes. Twintown will look around, like, and he'll mouth to Knife Sword, like, Are people listening to us? Probably not! Wink, 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 wink. When you wink <laughs> both your eyes in rapid succession, it just looks like you're blinking, just for future reference. Are you trying to bed Twin Talon now? I don't understand this interaction. Uh, the door opens. Just, just wait outside, I got this one handled. The door to the north opens and closes again as Sidarni comes out and looks and goes, Again! Sorry! This is, is, are you all lost? This is a very fine upstanding establishment meant for... The Sorry. most upper of classes, and you all seem to be lost. I apologize for my team. Uh, they're all interns following me around for the day. It's a training session. Um, if you guys could just wait out, I'll be out in a minute. We can continue your training. Uh, Twin Town will flourish his cloak as he spins to leave. I'm just going to share with you a picture of Sidarni. Sidarni. Mm, I was going to ask if she looks very Asian, but okay. I'll leave. You don't have to leave. Tentown's gonna go. Especially <laughs> if I can spin his cloak out so she can see it. Does it look like the cloak she's wearing in the picture? Yes, it does look like that cloak. Okay. She's not wearing that cloak currently. Hmm. So does she look Parisian then? Yes. Yes, she does. Yes. I just wish to confirm because we are an audio medium. Yes, she is of Parisian descent. She is dressed and draped in shawls and elegant jewelry. Do a recall knowledge, uh, Arcana, or any of the mystic arts. Thirty-two. Thirty-two Arcana. So you recognize this as a maestro's instrument, moderate maestro's instrument. Its ability to play on its own due to a magical link with the heavy stone pillar. It does not play on its own when removed from the pillar, and the pillar doesn't cause any other instrument other than the mandolin to play. Oh. She notices you looking at the mandolin. Uh, would you like to buy that? Otherwise, I, the door is right behind you. You entered through it. You may go back through it to leave my shop. Oh, she gives her like like the scathing like look up and down. Just like I was considering it, but perhaps not from a shopkeeper as insulin. Uh, I'm. I highly doubt you could afford it. It is four hundred and fifty gold, after all. <laughs> If that's all that's going for, I could buy your whole shop, dear. She chuckles. I doubt that. I mean, looking at our group loot, we do have 5,000 gold, so... She doesn't know that. She can... I know, she can pretend all she wants, but... She'll just kind of also look her up and down and be like, Well, clearly you're not selling anything. Your clothes would be in date. Well, are you going to buy anything, or are you just cluttering up my shop? It seems we have business here for the time being. Yes, and what would that business be? Well, as he said... Since Knife Sword seems to have some kind of idea of what's actually going on. So, you're all trash inspectors. Inspectors of different bureaus. Refuse, yes, is his specialty. And would you have any documentation from the Silver Council that says that you can barge into my shop and do all of this? Do you understand how 
shops, customers, and other things work. Yes, I'm quite successful. Look to my shop. Look at my wares. Look how wonderful everything is here. And you're Again, here. if you were selling anything, I think your clothes would be more in fashion. So I assume you haven't done well for yourself lately. Okay, I would like <laughs> you to make a intimidation check. I could try? Or I, I guess you could use diplomacy, but like... Yeah, because she's not being intimidating. She's just more like putting her in her place in, in a social manner. I guess it would be a make an impression check. That's diplomacy? Yeah. Uh, 25. That is a failure. So her, her DC is? Higher than 25. Oh, actually, wait, 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 sorry. What? Okay. <sighs> you succeed because <laughs> Matt gave you a plus two. You're welcome. Unknowingly, Matt gave you a plus two. How? <laughs> <laughs> she looks at you, looks at the man who flourished his way out and goes, is that my cape? Is it? It was found on a slaver ship. And with when you say that, the color drains from her face. How strange. Um, her voice starts to tremble and crack a little bit. Um, well, I, it's not... It was taken from me. Really? Taken from you? Yeah, yes. Uh, when? My family, we, we were desperate to stay in business. We had some unpaid bills and outstanding shipments, uh, more goods than would fit in the warehouse, and, and no one would to buy them. The group that took that uh, seemed like the only way forward. They're called the Scarlet Triad. Uh, I had just really had no idea what they were really like. Uh, I, I'm not part of any of their frightful activities. I just, I just want them gone. But instead, they've taken over. I can't even get into my own warehouse at this point. Uh, there's something horrific going on back there, and uh, I would give anything. I would give up this business, which has been in my whole life, to reverse this whole sordid mess. Ooh! Me. You're casing the outside of the building. I am. Okay, so as you walk around the building, you notice that there are enormous windows that are 10 feet off the ground. And as you continue to move around the building, you notice that there is a, another large double door. You would expect those to be ways to bring things in and out of the, the storage. Okay. You also notice that there are no boats parked at the private dock. And there are bays at that private dock to get into the building. There are doors, yes. She didn't ask if there are doors, she asked there are bays, B-A-E. <laughs> I hate you, Matt. <laughs> He's right. I was looking. I was looking for more clams. Mm. Um. Okay. So this is a tall structure, right? Yes. Does it look like there might be like a second story or a third story, or is it just like a very tall domed structure? No, it's a very tall warehouse. Okay. There are no windows that are open on any upper levels, are there? Like any like higher up no uh these windows don't look like they would open they are uh, stained glass ah okay can i get into these back doors at all uh you can you can try them i would like to so you go to open the door and it is locked um i can i think i can pick it right do you have these tools let me check Right, I do not see thieves' tools. Dang. Can I, like... Is there a quiet way I can break down that door? 
there's not a quiet way to break down the door. All right. Do I attempt to go around and see if the, the bay doors are openable? Or do I come back to you guys? I think... I think I will come back around. When you come back, Twin Talon's standing out front. Yeah. <laughs> You're a local thief. I'm sorry, rogue. Well, thief is my subclass. That is true. Oh, Twin Talon, I have an intriguing proposition for you. Uh, yeah. There are some double doors on the back of this building right here, and they are locked. Would you like to come with me and see what's up? Oh, I think you're probably mistaken. Uh, let me go back and see it. They're, they're most likely not locked. Okay. Let's let's go together. Okay. And uh, Twin Talon will follow her on the back. As you guys head towards the back of the building, we're going to go back inside where Brianna, Soraya, and Knife Sword are. Uh, Knife Sword is going to turn to her and go, so you do have some trash to take out. She looks at you inquisitively and is like, oh, uh, in that manner, yes, absolutely. Well, just send that donation off to the uh, council and uh, we'll work on this. Um, Remember, it's earmarked for the refuse inspectors. All right. Do you all ha- have any questions before dismissing her and... How did you get in contact with the Scarlet Triad? Um, well, I was uh, approached uh, and and told that they just they just needed a, a place to store things, uh, so I offered my my storage or my warehouse. Uh, I've been recently specifically instructed to remain in the showroom and, and make it look as if Sunset Imports is opened here. Uh, and to w- turn away all potential clients. Uh, I apologize for being so rude earlier, but I'm I'm quite scared of them. I, I, uh, I don't know much about them, other than that they paid on time, and uh, they come and go through the showroom, and they and they ca- they th- throw very menacing looks at me. Um, at one point in time, one one person asked me where to buy poison, and and another I overheard another one laugh about. His work with the quote the demons, um, there used to be more Scarlet Triad members here, uh, but th- there are fewer now. I don't know where they went. All right. Before we get into this, can we actually buy the mandolin? Why would they want to buy the mandolin? Oh, absolutely. It's it's four hundred and fifty gold. Yeah, like it only works with the pillar, and I'm sure the pillar is probably got to be a stupid amount of bulk. Oh. Am I, am I right? It's eight hundred pounds. <laughs> yeah, that's, what, like 80 bulk or something? Yeah. Yeah. It is less portable than I was hoping. Uh, <laughs> well, you can buy the mandolin for 450 gold. It only self-plays with the pillar. It's still a moderate maestro's instrument. And what is it? What are the specifications it, on that? Uh gives a plus two bonus and the fourth level charm spell. A maestro's instrument grants you a plus two item bonus to performance checks while playing music with the instrument. Hmm. Something Silver would have appreciated, I am sure. Yes. Do we have any further questions for this woman? Not that I can think of. Weirdly, Jasper has a plus ten to performance, so I mean, we could hand it to him, but like this is expressly for the purpose of trying to defeat the bells. But is he an expert in performance? I don't 
think so. I mean, that that is the rub. That's the only reason Brianna couldn't do it. Not that she doesn't have a good mod. Right. It's that she's not specifically an expert. Well, the performance is just... A... No, you have to be an expert in performance as well. Oh, you do? Okay. And performance. Yeah, sorry. All right. While you guys think about this, we're going to jump to the back door here. All right. Twin Talon and Ooh approach the door. So as they approach, uh, Twin Talon will say, you'll find that most doors aren't locked. They just tend to open very slowly. And uh, Twin Talon will pull out his thieves tools and he will get to work on the lock. All right. Give me a thievery roll, please. I rolled a five for a 26. Right. It. You don't seem to make any progress, but you don't like... You know, I lost my thieves tools. Could I borrow yours? Um, no. I, I, I'd be pretty good. I'm... I am a pirate after all. I bet I could open this lock. No. All right. Well, guess we'll just sit here and wait then. That that took less than what two seconds for him to do that. <laughs> Every one of his tries is roughly two I seconds. Love how she's still trying to. She's trying to one up you already. Would you uh, like to try again? Yeah, I'd like to take a whole round of three attempts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just like that fucking window in the episode one or whatever the hell it was. Oh, like episode four or something like that, yeah. There we go. 32. I finally rolled above a 10. <laughs> 32. The, do- the door unlocks. Okay. So after six whole seconds of effort, he will push it in. <laughs> All right. Give me a second while I flip to the people in the front. Um, if you're going to take care of the trash, um, I would like to leave. If that's okay. Why haven't you gone to the authorities when you're quite literally being blackmailed out of your own storehouse? I'm not very well liked around here. um, Especially since the new leadership came in charge. And it would seem as if a... It would be a slight to my family if I told them what was going on. You see, we have a, a perception that we need to maintain around here as... My reputation is, is, is quite important to, to me and my family. It's questionable at best already. I'm sorry? Uh, yes. You, the way your family has been running things and their, your attempts to stay relevant have not landed the way you've hoped. Exposing a slaver ring that might be kidnapping people from here might get you in better standing. Um, you think... I, I, I knew it! She kind of like... I knew they were involved in slavery. The flesh trade has been illegal here in Ravnul since its founding a few years ago. I, I can't I can't believe it. Yes, that's why we told you we found your cape on a slaver ship. I, I under I know, but I, I didn't want it to be true. Laslin seemed very uh nice the one time I met her. Can I roll sense bullshit please? Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah at, at this point like Brianna has No patience. No patience. That's fair. I rolled a 21. I'm not rolling well today. Um, That's enough. She's not hiding anything from you anymore. Everything she is saying is true. And she does kind of just want to get out of here and no longer deal with them. But she she is too weak to deal with the the goons and thugs that are the Scarlet Triad. Well, best you... Brianna will say this in Verisian, since... She hardly gets a chance to practice her native tongue outside of her own family home. And she'll say, you know, best get to safety then, and we shall uh, 
a scent for you once things are settled. Uh, thank, th- thank you so much. Um, please be safe. Um, she gives you keys to unlock any of the doors that are that you see. So all doors are now unlocked and you can get through them. Twin Talon and Ooh, the door opens quietly. I love a good open door. I know you do. After you. <laughs> uh, so Ooh will uh, sneak in. Okay. And it, since you're, you're sneaking, what is your stealth modifier plus 10? 14. Do you have a plus 4 stealth mod? Yes. Okay. Minus 31. <laughs> and just to remind you, uh, when Twin Talon stealths, he stealths from all senses. Yep. Smell and hearing and everything. And you move at full speed. I do, yes. Okay. So go ahead and move yourselves in. I believe I have all of the lines of sight as they should be. Twin Talon and Ooh see that there are some crates to your south and some barrels directly in front of you. Oh, it's a crate and barrel. Yep. (laughs) You do see some light glowing faintly through the cracks of those barrels. Uh Uh, Sorry, of those crates, um, as if there are torches on the other side. Otherwise, it is low light in here. So there's an internal door here. Twin Town's going to move up to... Oh, shit. All right. We're going to stop right there. Back to the front of the shop. Soraya, Brianna, Knife Sword. Shall we go around to the storeroom? Might as well, since we have the keys now. I think that's where the others were probably heading. By the way, uh, while Brianna was talking, uh, Tesana was like standing behind her, kind of waving her head on her neck back and forth, like over her shoulders. Sassily? Yeah, she was basically sassing the lady. I love it. Uh, to, to back you up. Okay. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. Thanks, bestie. I appreciate it. <laughs> Scream! <laughs> Whatever song <laughs> all these actors make. I just feel like she doesn't have like a speaking voice. She just like screams at the top of her lungs every time. Yeah. Yeah, pterodactyl screech. Yeah. So Knife Sword, Brianna, and Soraya, as the owner of Sunset Imports leaves, where are you said you're going to head to the warehouse? Yeah, I assume Tasani can sniff out where Twin Talon is and lead no, us. he's hiding from all senses. Yeah, no, she doesn't <laughs> know where I am instinctively. She's just hanging out. She's not a companion. She's just my friend, and she's hanging out. Oh, okay. Most of the time, she likes I me tell more. her to hang out with Brianna. I mean, what? And she... Yeah, and she likes you more. Let's be honest. Um, okay, well, so yeah, let's go. Let's go find where these keys go to. All right. So, are you going to the single door or the double door? Knife Sword looks like he's headed to the double doors. Sure. Let's follow Knife Sword because nothing bad ever happens when you follow Knife Sword. <laughs> these poor carpets. No. Oh, our tank, Knife Sword. All right. You are free to click the door and open it. You are now free to move about the country. No, we're not. So, let me give a kind of general description of this warehouse, and we can talk about what is happening. Crates and boxes fill this warehouse in several tall columns stretching nearly to the 25-foot ceiling. Some of the columns of containers have toppled over, scattering bolts of colorful cloth and broken furniture all over the floor. Other crates have been smashed open, and their contents strewn haphazardly about. Cool. Well, it doesn't seem like anything good is happening back here. We can uh, perceive if there is anybody in here. Yes, you may all 
uh, sorry, Knife Sword, Soraya, and Brianna may roll perception to see what's going on. All right, Soraya, what did you get? 18. 18. The three on the die. Brianna. 24. And Knife Sword. 31. So you don't perceive that there's anything really going on in here from where you are. However, Knife Sword and Brianna, Mm -hmm. you notice that some of these stacked crates that are obscenely high do not look like they've been stacked with uh, delicacy. Delicacy? Delicately. Okay. Um, and that you might be able to, I don't know, knock them over if you, if push came, well, well, if push came to shove, um, you could knock them over. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put little X's on anything that looks wobbly. And I will tell you that if you ever needed to topple some crates, you could push one of these stacks over for two actions. If you do... You attempt an athletics check. If you succeed, the falling crates will deal damage, bludgeoning damage, with a reflex save to the opponent. Pushing over a dragon pillar. Yep. Oh, that feels familiar. <laughs> now, I also have an initiative tracker set up, and I only have that set up because the group has done the greatest thing in all of D&D and Pathfinder. You did the one rule you're not supposed to. You split That's the party. Cool. So I need to be able to alternate between who's doing what. So we'll take loose rounds of combat. So if you all could roll initiative. Ooh and Twin Talon, you may use stealth if you would like. Brianna, Knife Sword, and Soraya, you are using perception. Knife Sword continues to roll rocks on initiative. All right. Well, in that case, we are going to start with Knife Sword. Uh, 33. Okay. 33. Matt, what did you get? With my bonus that's eight higher than his, I got a 31. Heidi, what did you get? I got 30. Aya, what did you get? 14. And Christine? 21. Okay. Knife Sword, what do you do? I'm going to step in behind these crates right here. Okay. You see when you move in that of all of the interesting scattered about items, there is a stone sculpture carved to resemble a blocky humanoid with an enormous headdress and a round face like a calendar stone. We're going to go up against a golem. That's going in my room. What? <laughs> all right. Is there anything else you'd like to do? No, I just want to, I want to just sort of like, Look around and like I guess maybe take another perception roll. Yeah, go ahead. Nineteen. All right. Well, that's what you see. Okay. Uh, you notice that there are some blue stones in the stone statue. All right. Twin talent. As you round the corner, you see three. Do you see? I do. Yeah. Yeah, you see three people. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure you had sight on all of them. You see large slats of wood, iron chests, and stout barrels stacked here shelter the southwest corner of the warehouse from view. Several manacles hang from the wooden slats several feet above the floor. 
you see a blue-skinned demon, much like the one you saw on the boat, speaking with a burly man poking a smaller, skinny man with a fire poker. The fire poker is red and you smell skin and flesh burning. And you hear muffled screams. Twin Talon, what do you see? All right, so Ooh asks Twin Talon what he sees. Um, He's going to hold up three fingers and then he's going to put his hands to his head, making little horns. And then he's going to point in the direction of the three people he sees. Ooh will nod her head, put her fingers to her eyes and point them towards him. Okay. As if to say, I'm going to watch you. All right. And he'll he'll motion for her to come. Uh, and then he's going to head that way. Bye, Lady Dinner first. I was just going to say the same thing. <laughs> okay. Go ahead and move. Okay. Uh, they don't seem to notice you as they are focused on the person they're sticking with a poker. Great. What I heard was these people are flat-footed. Uh, yes. Yes, they are. <laughs> so Twin Talon is going to move up. Okay. And uh, I don't have anything witty to say. I was trying to think of something in the moment. It didn't come out. So uh, Twin Talon is going to move up behind the blue slash purple skinned demon. And he'll say, how would you like if someone did that to you? And he's just going to jam his short sword into the back of the demon. Okay. Go ahead and uh, make an attack roll. Does a 23 hit his flat footed AC? It does not. Then I'm going to use my hero point to reroll that. All right. That was a three, by the way, that I rolled for that. Come on. 29. Will hit. All right. So that is 24 piercing damage. Magical piercing damage, if it matters. And Twin Talon is going to hit him with the uh, debilitation, where he takes 2d6 extra damage from every other attack that I do. All right. And then he's going to attack again. Uh, 28 to hit his flat foot AC. That will hit. Okay. And with the extra 2d6, that's a total of 30 damage. All goes through. And Twin Talon is going to call out, uh, Demon Torture! Fair enough. All right, Ooh, it is your turn. Uh, Ooh's seen a copycat of her first love on that ship. And she's gonna... (laughs) (laughs) She did try to shake her booty at him. I don't know if you you heard that the first time, but she did. Uh, So she's seen this copycat. She's like, you must be brothers. So she rages. And then she... um, There's a a thing I have called Sudden Charge, where I can move twice and and hit once um, in two actions. So I'm gonna do... Oh, uh... I don't think I need to do that. I think I can just... An attack? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so I take that back. I'm just going to move and uh, hit with my fists of doom. 31? Well, hit. Yay! Even though he's not flat-footed to you. Damage. Uh, 17. Points of flaming damage. Yeah. All Fist right. Cups. That's your turn. It is now his turn. So he spins around facing you. Utter shock in his face. As well he he, should. He's going to hit for 70 damage before he knew that combat was happening. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And he is now going to cast something for two actions. 
Well, that's not good. Actually, before he does that, can I take a reaction? Oh, yes, you can. I'm going to reactive murder on Ooze attack. Okay. Let's see if we can stop him from actually even going. Uh, that is a 37 versus his flat-footed AC. Oh, 37. Oh, that's going to be close. Well, 26 hit him, I think. No, it hit... Uh, no, 26 missed. Or did 26 miss? Okay. Yeah, so 37. That is, that is a hit. Not a crit. So his AC's 28 flat-footed? Yep. I don't like this guy at all. Alright, let's do regular damage. Uh, 31 more damage from the reactive murder strike. Alright. Jesus. Okay. He's still standing. I would say he's bloodied, however. <laughs> he's definitely so. not stronger than he's ever been. <laughs> no, no. So, now he's going to cast... Uh, does anyone have a reaction for a manipulate action? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so he casts something, and then he's going to lower his horns at Twin Talon and try and stab you. Okay. Do we resolve what he cast, or did that... That, that went off. Yep. Okay. Does a... 26 hit you? It does not. Alright. And then for his last action, he is going to try and strike you with a claw. Wait. He cast something for two actions, he gored me for one action, and he has another action? Now he does. Did he cast haste or something? I guess. Yes, he did. Lame. Does a 33 hit you? Is that with his minus 5? Or minus 4 or whatever? Yes. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So his claws rake across your chest, dealing 23 points of damage. All right. The gentleman across from him with the hot poker is going to see random people who just showed up from out of nowhere. Uh, <laughs> he is going to take a, a draw a great club. And move. Which means he he uh, drops his poker. Yes. Okay. Moves behind you all. So he's at 25 speed. He has a 25 speed. Okay. And will swing at Ooh. It's a good thing that she can't be flanked. Uh, 41. Uh, yeah, it'll hit. That's a, that's a, is that a critical? No. Is that more than 10? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, that'll hit. That's okay. a crit. Okay. Uh, Alright. Critical damage. So here's the even worse thing about this. He's named. Oh. Yikes. Bludgeoning. My teeth. With an F? My teeth. The target must succeed at a DC5 flat check to cast spells with the verbal component until healed. Alright. No big deal, but double damage. That is a big deal. That is 48 points of damage. On to Ooh. 
did that go through her temporary hit points yet? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, uh, yes, that's eight into her temporary. You know, just a little. Okay. All right. Soraya, it is your turn. All right. Well, so Soraya's going to enter the room. Uh, okay, so this is that statue. Yes. We saw. I'm going to regret going this way, but she's going to, like, try to cross the room. Okay. Do I only get so far? Yes, you only get so far. All I'll right. move you. I see where you want to move. Yeah, like, so, so tell me move. where I get stopped. <laughs> uh, you get stopped right in front of the golem. Lovely. I'm sorry, the statue. That's, uh-huh, the statue. Uh-huh. You can't... Uh, it turns and blocks you. <sighs> Must we? Okay. And it it turns to block you. Mm-hmm. And you uh, may do... It literally stands in front of you and blocks the passageway. It won't let me go any further. Should I attack it? Uh, does it have enough switch? Can I can I recall knowledge? Stephen has an off switch. Uh, yes. You may make a knowledge check on this. Mm-hmm. I remember you saying there were two gems. Uh, it is either Arcana or Crafting. I think they were Ooh, blue too. I'm very too. good at both of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, skills. Uh, they're both twenties. Let's go with crafting. It'd be funny if he was like non-hostile. Thirty-seven. Okay. So, uh, what I will tell you is this is called a lazurite-infused stone golem. It is a construct mindless golem. It is large. Mm -hmm. So you can ask me two questions. The first question you asked was, "Does it have an off switch?" It doesn't. You would know that this specific type of golem does not have an off switch, you would have to speak a passphrase to turn it off. Do I get to ask what's the passphrase? Uh, no, you would not. Each, I, I appreciate the question, but each golem would be, is is when they're activated, they're set up with a specific passphrase. So um, whoever activated this golem to, to attack, set that code. <sighs> Um. Well, yeah, I guess I'll share that. Like, we'd have to tell it something. I don't know what that would be. You also have one more question. What are the blue gems for? Yeah, what are the blue gems for? Um, it's lazurite. Oh, so so, so it's just it's a part of the golems. Yeah, be. yeah. Like, are Sorry. those the ones that give it the attributes? No, not necessarily. It's just made out of lazurite, so it's like regular stone and striped with blue gems inside of it. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, it looks fancy. Special, Sorry, I was unclear about that. Those are special attacks or abilities. Okay. <clears throat> special attack. Necrotic field. 30 feet. Positive energy effects within the golem's necrotic field deal only half their normal damage. Additionally, all dead within its aura deal an additional 1d6 negative damage with their natural attacks. Inexorable March. One action, the golem strides up to its speed, pushing back each creature whose space it moves into and damaging them if they try and stop its movement. A creature can bar the way by succeeding at a DC 36 fortitude save. 
On a critical success, the resisting creature takes no damage. Otherwise, it takes damage equal to that dealt by the golem's fist. Necrotic Affliction. Trigger. The golem hits a slowed creature. The creature must succeed at a DC 34 fortitude save or become drained 1 or drained 2 on a critical failure as the golem's lazarite leeches of vital energies and causes wounds to rot. Necrotic Pulse. One action. Arcane, Concentrate, Disease, Necromancy, and Negative. Each creature in a 10-foot emanation must succeed at a DC 32 fortitude save or take 1d6 persistent necrotic damage and be slowed 1 for 1 minute as their flesh and bones temporarily atrophy. The golem can't use necrotic pulse again for 1d4 rounds. But that feeds into its thing that does extra ouch when you're slowed. Okay. It is quite dangerous if we go up against it. But I'm not sure we have another choice. Well, again, where did the other two go? Perhaps we can follow where they went. Well, not if we get... Well, I guess we could go around whichever way they did. But I don't think this is going to let us get any further into the room. Okay, well... Yeah, I know that's the end of my turn. I moved twice and I did the recall knowledge, so... Okay. <laughs> Brianna. I don't think Brianna the tank would be comfortable leaving Surya up there against the thing. Okay. So... I mean, it's not attacking me yet. No, but in the in the event it does, she will... She will move and I will end my turn there with a shield raised just in case. Okay, perfect. All right. Uh, that's it for the end of round one. How are, how are we all feeling? Intrigued. <laughs> Oh, Twin Talon, you forgot to have Tasani do her move. Where, where would she like to do Or her I action. mean, she would do it on Brianna's... I'm sorry, on Twin Talon's turn? Yeah, I know. We just I forgot no about worries. it, so she where would, would you like her to move? She's just hanging out with Brianna. She doesn't really know what's going on yet, so... I haven't had a turn. Okay. On, on Twin Talon's turn, he'll, she'll follow behind Brianna. She, she's more than capable of keeping up with her one move with a running Brianna. No, I know. I know. I just wanted to make sure, you know. Um, I'm trying to be nicer. I don't know why, but I appreciate it. You're welcome. I, I didn't say thank you, but I appreciate um, it. We're going to end the episode here. <laughs> You're welcome. We're going to end the episode here. I didn't interrupt anyone's turn. I interrupted my own turn. See? Turning over a new leaf. Sure. Bye-bye. <laughs> thank you for listening to the Crack Die Podcast. Background sound effects provided by Sirenscape because Epic Games deserve epic music. Please visit them at sirenscape.com. Pathfinder 2nd Edition, Age of Ashes Adventure Path are all copyright of Paizo Publishing. Please visit them at paizo.com for more information.